Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems which will allow you to realize and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Welcome. (laughs) Just got in. She always gets in first. I just try to (laughs) slip in there. So, here we are rolling along. Yep. Show 57, Kat. I know. Which is so much over a year now. It just doesn't seem like a distance memory, our first year celebration, doesn't it? (laughs) So. Show 57. Awesome. So what's the uh, theme today? The theme today is soulful. Really? Mm-hmm. If, you, if only our eyes saw souls instead of bodies, how very different our ideals of beauty would be. I love that. So do I. There'd be so much less judgment, wouldn't mm. there? I really love that. I know. And we'd all actually realise that, you know what? We are all the, the same. same. Exactly. I know. We may be unique, but we all fundamentally are the same. We do. We're just packaged a little differently. Exactly. Look at you and me. Friends, <laughs> yeah. friends for 40 years are oh, completely different. Laurel and Hardy and who exactly. else? Exactly. The two twins from um, Arnie and... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally different. And do you know what? I loved the Danny DeVito character. He yeah. had so much more depth than Arnie. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, who is our beautiful guest today? Our beautiful guest today is Claire, Claire Baines. She is a woman on a mission to make a difference in the world. I know. Even if that difference is just a small drop in the ocean. Because we know that many small drops will make a wave and a bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's the ripple. And that is the ripple. So Claire spent a decade working in the corporate event space and during that time witnessed and delivered many events that met the client's brief but lacked spark and inspiration. Participating in a charity bike ride in Thailand and becoming involved with the charity Hands Across the Water would change her world and put her on a path to finding her true purpose. I think she found a love as well. Mm. Through Hands Across the Water, she met the love of her life who she married in New Zealand last November. She most recently hung up her corporate boots to embark on a business venture to deliver events and experiences that were both aligned to her passion and her beliefs. She loves travelling the world, meeting remarkable people and learning valuable life lessons through the experiences she has had. Welcome, Welcome Claire. Claire. Thank you, Karen and Cass. Yeah. It's great wow. to be here. Yes, Straight. it's great to have you. So we, much just from that little intro. I know. It's and you like know, this conversation is going to go so yeah. quickly. And, you know, we, we meet so many people that have been in the corporate world that just get that, whoa, you know, what am I doing here? This is not what I'm meant to be doing. It's not fulfilling me. And it just happens so many times. Which is great, but what I'm all about is helping women to actually stay in that space because it's not good for our companies or our country or the world for women to continually keep living. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. It's time for us to change Mm. that space so people can stay there. Yep. So, Claire, it's about you today, it's not about me. Tell us a little bit. Like just the introduction. Oh, I want to jump. The water. No, I want to jump into the bike ride in Thailand. Okay. That's what <laughs> that's you can go there first, like, and wow. then I'm going to go hands across the. How water. challenging was that? Oh, look, it was. Um, it was just nothing. I'd never. Uh, Are we saying push bike? 
Yeah, push bike. Yeah, that's what yeah. I that's what I thought when I uh, introduced you. I didn't think motorbike because nah. you know <laughs> a lot of people don't look do like a that. motorbike girl. No, you don't. <laughs> but just before we go there, what made you decide to do it? Um, so I um, sort of got to the end of my twenties and was in a little bit of a rut. And because um, you were so old, so old, oh. so old, and just Actually, where, do you know what, what, what am I, I think doing turning thirty is drastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was, was for at me. the time. Yes. Um, and, and so through my, um, events role, I used to go and see speakers and, and I came across a speaker, Peter Baines, who, um, would later become my husband. And oh, really? <laughs> I was just going to say Baines. Hmm, hang on a second. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I saw him speak and, and he started a charity, Hands Across the Water, over in Thailand, um, back in 2005. And to, one of the biggest fundraisers for the charity is this charity bike ride. And um, I've always been a bit of a sporty kind of person and hadn't ridden 800 kilometres before. But wow, my goodness. It was, Especially um, in Thailand. How it's hilly, it's isn't it? It's hilly, it's hot. It's Over so how many days, though? Eight days. <gasps> oh, my goodness. That's 100 a day. 100 a day. Oh, yeah. God. So, um, so how long does that take you each day? Um, eight so hours? Takes, yeah, anywhere from sort of six to eight, depending on yeah. depending on the day and, and how people are feeling. Um, so, you know, I... I took the challenge and decided that, yeah, I was going to do this and, and raise the $10,000 that I had to raise as well as doing the ride and training for the ride. And it, um, I've never looked back. Um, was this to get your husband? No. Was that anywhere in your psyche when you did that? <laughs> not at all. Not conscious? Not conscious. Not at wow, all. Oh, that's so cool. Um, it was, you know, two years after the bike ride that, that we ended up. Oh, wow. Dating and, um, but you know, ever since then I've done the bike ride every year and, and I now go back every January and ride 1600 kilometers. Oh my God. So and it's diminished. still in eight days? No, no. Well, that's all right then. That's all right. <laughs> 16. Okay. Cool. So it's, two, it's two lots of rides that we do. Um, and so, yeah, so I do that over the 16 days. Wow. And nationalities, who, who goes? Is it worldwide sort of? Or is it um, just majority Australian? Pacific? Um, because it is, it, it's a small Australian boutique charity. Um, yeah. So the supporters are mostly Sydney based. Uh, we do have some supporters that come across from New Zealand, uh, but it's mostly, you know, Eastern So how many on a ride? Uh, anywhere between 25 and 50. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. 50 be a lot. 50 is a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, because you, especially if you're the 50th, yeah. and you just all you have is all these bums <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> As, especially when you're going up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to be visual here, Paz. <laughs> Don't just shake your head. I just had a visual of you on a bike with me behind you with you going uphill and I was like, no. Nah. But you know what? At the end of the eight days, the bum would be a bit it smaller. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And a lot more tone. I'd want to stop each night and get a massage, I reckon. <laughs> oh, we do that. Sure. Every <laughs> night? Every night. Yeah. $10 yeah. a massage. Yeah, oh, exactly. Right. Why would you not? Yeah. And is it a good fundraiser? It's a great fundraiser. So, um, so last year we raised just over a million dollars. Oh my God! Uh, for the, the sixteen rides. days. Yeah, for the sixteen days. So that's wow. Um, so each rider has to raise ten thousand dollars, and um, and last year. Oh well, there's five hundred. Yeah, 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 and then you know we find that you know most years yeah. riders will exceed 
their expectations. Their yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. So, so does that tent include their food and stuff while they're there, or they've still got to pay for that? They've still got to pay for that. Excellent. Yeah. And so their own airfares and the whole lot Airfares, get themselves over there. And, okay. And so this is really money. good for our listeners to understand it. So is the charity handsacrossthewater.com.au or yes. .org or uh, .org.au. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's great. I was yeah. going to ask, what do they do with the funds? So the funds, so 100% of funds mm-hmm. go directly over to Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so over there we've got, um, so there's seven homes now, uh, seven projects that they support. And the first one started off the back of the 2004 tsunami. Um, so a group of kids lost all their, lost their families, yeah. had nowhere to live, yeah. so they built this home. Uh, and now Hans has worked with different partners on the ground in Thailand to um, look for different opportunities to help at-risk communities and, um, and help some kids over there. So they look after about 300 kids uh, and all the money raised goes directly to... And are those kids orphans, so to speak, or are they part of families that just, um, you know... Lost their home. Find, yeah, lost their home and are financially yeah, struggling. Yeah, so there's, there's probably three, three categories now. Mm-hmm. Um, There's the kids, I mean, the kids that lost their families in the tsunami, they're now growing up, going to uni, and and so we've been able to support them going into uni, which has been great. Um, But the kids that we're seeing through now are, you know, either they've lost their parents, um, you know, they might be in abusive relationships, so we've removed them from those situations. Uh, And then there's also a, a home that we run up north where the kids have got HIV, and so it's being able to provide the right food, the right medicine yeah. um, for those kids. So. Cool. Well, I'm amazed that you're still here because I think I just want to be there. <laughs> I was Do there you know a mean? couple of weeks ago. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. a lot of the time. Are you there often? Um, look, we try and get over there, you know, four or five times a year. Yeah. For um, how long? Um, anywhere from a week to a month. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I run programs uh, as part of my business. I run programs over there. So I'm back there in about four weeks. Okay. okay, we're going to go to our first song. I know, I was just looking at the name because of the was, song and it's thinking. such an excellent choice. And it, all the songs have been chosen but I just meant from, by um, Claire today. what Claire's done as to where she is yes. now. So what is the song, Kate? It's called Where I Stood by Missy Higgins. And she is our Australian artist for this week. So enjoy everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 or 90.3, your community radio station. That was such a beautiful song. She's mm. got a lovely voice, hasn't she? She has. Claire, why did you choose that? And I, I can sort of guess by listening to some of the uh, lyrics in there. Yeah. Um, look, I think aside from the lyrics um you know missy higgins i've i've kind of grown up with her and um and i just I, i've been through breakups and um good times and bad times and so you've and cried together we've, we have <laughs> we've cried together <laughs> um and I, you know i just love i love the singer songwriters and and i think she's just a beautiful you know beautiful mm. song yeah. songwriter that's what we say a lot of, on this show is how aware the singer-songwriters seem to be even more and more since 2000. Mm. The, the lyrics and everything, you, you really do feel that they are... They're releasing they a lot it, of stuff. Yeah, or whether it's divine yeah. intervention, they're just coming out and they're just amazing yeah, songs. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. which is so cute, isn't it? So you you touched on your your business. It's called Soulful Experiences. Yes. So, right. And and Kaz mentioned in the beginning that you you were an event organizer. Yeah. And you found that they just didn't have enough soul in them. So so right. tell, tell you, us what you found and then why you decided to change it. 
Yeah. So, mm. um, so I was, I was running, um, you know, glamorous incentive programs and, you know, really amazing travel experiences and, and, you know, running them for, for people that can afford those experiences themselves. So they, they could do that, those things with their families. And, um, and we were coming back off those trips and there was just no real, um, no real sort of buy-in and engagement from, from our customers. No and gratitude? No gratitude. Yeah. Great choice of word. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and one of the things that I'd started to do with my husband is put together programs where, you know, we take groups over into Thailand, we spend time with remarkable people and, you know, you, you're building houses for, for people that can't afford to, um, to even clean the front of their house and, and it's falling apart and it's dilapidated and, um, you know, we're going in there and we're completely transforming the lives of these people. Mm. And, and I found that when we, when we were taking people on those programs, just the change that I saw in them, um, both in their personal and professional lives. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. Huge. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, we buy so much crap. We, we have, we don't, need, we don't really need the stuff that we have. We have no. stuff and stuff and stuff mm. and we feel that's our identity. Yeah. Whereas when we get rid of that stuff, we actually start to connect to our true identity yeah. and we start to realise that it is all crap. Yeah. And we all bought into it. Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. And, it's, and, it, and it's that, you know, it's that real feeding your soul and, mm. um, you know, you can go on many holidays per year but, but – are you really, you know, are you really feeding your soul? And, mm. um, and so, you know, we just started to develop these programs and, and what I saw was just the, the change. And, um, and I look at myself and my journey in the last five years and, and what feeding my soul has done for me on a business, on a personal, mm. um, on so many fronts. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's changed my world. So <laughs> when you say feeding your soul, what was lacking or what, what have you done that now fulfilled you in that way? Um, look for me, it was, you know, during my twenties, it was, it was all about me. And, Ego. <laughs> yeah. It, it, but yeah. everyone's the same. Yeah, Absolutely. It yeah. And it was, it was how, how high could I, how high could I go in my current role? What, what am I doing there? And, um, and it was just, or how, was how all, can I push the limits? Yeah. And it was just all about yeah. me. And, and I met, um, you know, I met Peter, I met the kids and, and, you know, I meet these people that just have absolutely nothing. Um, but they're happy and they love mm. and they laugh and, and it's those, those moments. And it's when I'm with those people that I really, um, yeah. you know, feel like I'm feeding my soul and yeah. you just walk away with a complete different perspective yeah. on, on life. And yeah. but your heart's getting full, to I know think. yourself too. Oh yeah, definitely. And most people don't know themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not connected, mm. which leads us into our next song. Already? Yeah. Well, we have one every like <laughs> 10 right. minutes. Well, it is a radio I show, know. so you know, people do want to listen it, to music. But it just comes into yeah, it so does. much because always so our song is, words um, flow on from our conversation. Yeah. We don't plan it that way, no, but it, just it happens. Works. So the song we are Are You With to. Me by all Lost the way. Frequencies. Sorry? I'm with you all the way. Oh, okay. I was going... <laughs> No, the song is Are You With Me? There is no all the way. But I just put that on. <laughs> Hang on a sec. We like to laugh on this show, as you can see. Just and play the is. song. It's all about, okay, enjoy everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3 
your community radio station. Catchy little tune, I like that. It is a really good I always want to say that music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination and life to everything. And that's why we have to have our songs every ten minutes. Music's so important, isn't it? I mean, oh, it is. I know. It it just makes you feel. It's so mood changing, I yes. guess. Too. I was going to say lifting, but changing. Yeah, actually, I, a couple of Saturdays ago, or a, a month or so ago, when we had that big storm, mm. um, I was home alone. My husband, I think, was working on the Saturday, and I just started dancing. And an hour and a half went by. Did you have when music I stopped. on? You're just dancing to the rain. I had both. <laughs> I had the rain dancing and I had music on. Mm. And I just loved it. My dog thought I was crazy at first, but it's just so good for your soul. Mm. It is. Absolutely. Yes. So, Claire, I just have to go back a little bit, your soulful experiences. Yeah. When you were talking and you said, you know, you used to do it with these people who were um, quite well off, I had a visual in my mind of someone arriving to do a soulful experience in Thailand, mm-hmm. ready to go on the town and all that sort of stuff. Have you had people come with the wrong gear and shoes and all that sort of stuff for your experiences? Yeah, definitely. And um, and I think we see it on the bike rides as well. You know, people people come along and they think, yep, yeah, you know, boys boys weekend away, or you know, just with that with that mindset. Um, and very quickly, they. Um, just the transformation is is incredible. Yeah. Um, and why did I bring my high heels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, and some of the biggest changes that we see in people are those that do come without um, the expectations. And um, you know, just to see the transformation over an eight day bike ride or over a five day program, it's it's incredible. Can I just ask why they chose a bike ride? Why the charity chose a bike yeah. ride? Yeah, to do as a you know fundraiser. Well, yeah. What else would it be? A walk? Well, I don't know. There's lots of things you could do, I suppose. But I'm just wondering why it was why a bike, bike ride. Bike ride. Yeah. So um, so there was a lady who um, she used to work at the Commonwealth Bank, and she uh, was inspired by Peter's story, and and said, you know, I'd, I'd love to work with you to raise some money um, to support, mm-hmm. and and so this was back in I think 2009, so four years after the charity had started. And she said, I think I'm going to ride from Bangkok to Kalak. And, and it was just a random, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to raise some money. Um, and she said to Pete, do you want to join me? And he went, okay, sure. And, and in that first year, they ended up with 17 people that just through conversation, it was, mm. yep, come and join And had us they raised ride. the 10 grand then or was there any requirement at that stage? They'd set that requirement. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they said, you know, let's, let's do this and let's do this properly. And, um, and so since then it's, it's grown to, you know, we have up to 80, 80 people per year doing the ride. Um, and we now do um, corporate rides as well. So, so are there oh, any, that's good. Are yeah. there any uh, nationals doing it? Like are there corporate companies in Thailand or anything that, um, sponsor you and support you and things like that and do they get people that are riding you know like within the country yeah absolutely so we've got a little bit of work to do in thailand but there are australian based companies that we've been working with um so we've got business blueprint group which is um they're based on the northern beaches and um they've got a national network of people and they run their own bike ride um every year and so that's in addition to what we're already doing 
Um, and then there's, you know, groups like the LJ Hooker Group who have decided to, they want to do their own bike ride as a, you know, team building engagement opportunity for their teams. And, um, and so we see that often. So mm. we see people come, come to us with, can we do this? And, you know, can we do our own bike ride? Because we've seen the value of doing the ride. Um, so when they say, can we do our own bike ride, they talk about joining you, but no, no, they just set up a different They're time. Just going to yeah, do different, yeah, yeah. So they just set mean. up their own, yeah. their yeah. own ride, and um, Peter sometimes goes along, and right. we'll always have someone from Hands representing. But they do it in Thailand. They do it in Thailand. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, because we've got great providers over there. That I was going to say, you'd have to do it with the officials as well, wouldn't you? To yeah. Set times and or set where you're going and all that. Sort yeah, of stuff. absolutely. So we've got a fantastic tour guide on the ground who. Yep. They provide the bikes, they provide the maps, everything. Do you need, um, like, permits and things like that? No. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just um, just going over, jump on your bike, and they've sorted out the rest. <laughs> and obviously, and... like, looking at the weather and all that, you do it at certain times of year to make it easier, or does it matter? Yeah, look, it's, I mean... Don't, we, they, have, don't they have just a wet and a dry season? They've got a wet and a dry season. Um, we've had some corporate groups go over and, you know, you you get a week full of rain and it just adds to the experience, you know, and it's, there's days on the bike where you, you know, you're riding through that rain and, and it might be as, as hard as it is. You think about those kids at the end and it just all becomes irrelevant, Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. To, to what they've been through and, you know, you, you put your, yourself in their shoes and riding a day in the rain. I not. love this. I hope we're getting yeah. our listeners interested to actually yeah. reach mm. out and do it. And go online and have a look as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. Are there, online, are there other ways you, they can support? Yeah, Rather. definitely. Yeah, so okay. um, so we do a number of events throughout the year that are Australian-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a charity dinner that's run in Sydney in October. We've got a business leadership Someone might series. have spoken to us about that in no, a prior show. it was a different one. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it was October must just be the month. Yeah, oh, all of those yeah, it things. Is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. the month of fundraisers. Yeah, because um, you've got the Breast Cancer Association, so you've got all of the the girls' night ins happen in October, yeah. and yeah, so there's a lot that happens. Um, and then we also do. There's a trek in Thailand that we do. Um, there's conferences that we do in Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne um, called our Future of Leadership Roadshow. Uh, and that's aimed at business groups to to come along, get involved, hear from some fabulous speakers, um, but then also hear the story of hands. Mm. And, and so we we try to engage corporates through through that model as well. Perfect. Cool. What a busy little earth person you are. Busy little bee. <laughs> and apart from your bike riding, do you have rituals that you do daily? Like, are you into meditation or yoga, or do you walk on the beach? Or do I you would do any love of those to do things? all of the above. <laughs> There's only one person stopping you from doing any of it. I know. <laughs> Absolutely. I spent um, I spent time with one of our directors uh, up in Thailand a couple of weeks ago, and and she's um, she's a practicing monk, and just the the things that you learn from her around meditation and and you know being mindful and being aware, and I come back with all these great intentions and. Then work gets in the way, or you know something always gets in the way. So it's um, yeah, it's just being able to switch oh, you've off. You just and... reminded me <laughs> of the Buddha quote that everyone should meditate for twenty minutes a day, mm. and if you have no time, you should do it for an hour. Mm. That's good. I know. I like it. <laughs> I know, and the, you just jumped out at me. So I guess it's an hour for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which leads us into our next song, which actually yeah. happens to be Come, Come With, With Me, Me by Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. So I just, I guess that says it all. Enjoy, everybody. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Check out our website at rnb.org.au. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 and 90.3. Please like us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. That song would have some meaning for you, I believe. Yes, it does. It's, um, it takes me back right, right back to the beginning of my journey with, um, with hands and, and Peter uses this song, um, to showcase some of the photos of, of his work in Thailand and, and it just grabbed me. You know, it, it was just one of those songs that it brings chills every time I, I hear it. So, yeah. So did you see special. this, um, presentation, so to speak, before you went on the ride? Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Okay. So it was, so, um, so was the presentation just to go on the ride? No, so um, so Peter talks about um, leadership and, and crisis management, and so he um, he was delivering that keynote, and and part of his so his story is really the work that he did in Thailand um, as a forensic police officer, and so he uses so what he learnt over there. He um, you know, okay, can we go back a step? Yeah, in case our listeners don't know. Yeah, sure. What's a forensic police officer? So um, so forensic police officer. So he was um, charged with going into Thailand after the tsunami to um, lead the Australian team. Uh, I think he was deployed within days. Yep. Um, so he led the Australian team identifying the bodies over there. And, um, you know, you, you think about a, the tsunami, just the, uh, this yeah. huge yeah. scale of, mm. of people. And, and he arrived at a site that had um, close to 4,000 bodies that had to be identified and you've got... Um, like, where do you start? Where do you start? And, you you know, you've got all different international bodies yes. that have come in to identify their own bodies. And mm. and so Peter went in there and, and had to lead the team and, and say, right, you know, we're not here to just identify Australians. We're here to well, a, get like a process an Anglo-Saxon's place. Anglo-Saxon's an Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, absolutely. They don't look like, you know, how do you know it's an Australian or an American or wherever? And a body's a body. Yes, You know, exactly. and you just want to get them home and... Yeah. And so that was his job to, to, to try and get everybody home and, um, and to get closure for those families. Um, mm. So, yeah, so, you know, and prior to that, he was, he was in the police for, for 20 years. So it, it was certainly a life-changing experience yeah. for him. Mm. Mm. It sounds like it would have to be. Yeah. Just um, you'd really start to value and re-evaluate um, your life. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, your priorities would definitely change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, and you know to come across a group of kids that had lost lost everything and and that you know just completely changed his perspective and um, and his direction you know mm. so what what he'd done for for twenty two years all of a sudden just seemed kind of small. Well, I, can just, when you... I can totally just see where your inspiration comes from. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. It is amazing. So do you do other uh, soulful experiences apart from Thailand? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so so I work with um, corporate groups to 
Uh, it's either building their incentive programs, engagement programs, um, and that you know that could be anything from an international trip to you know something local. Um, so I've recently put together a program up in Alice Springs, and you know working in with the Aboriginal communities up there, and um, and so just you know really learning from from them around you know storytelling and leadership, mm. and there's so much that you can learn from. I was just going to say what, what's involved in in your experience, do you know what I mean? In the soulful experience, what does it contain? So it's, there has to be an element of, um, you know, we, we work with remarkable people mm. and, and I think that's the, um, that's one of the input that the keys to the program is learning from people that they're not working in corporate. They're not, um, you know, it's not your everyday, everyday Joe Blow. It's, you know, these guys have, learnt about leadership through their communities and, um, you know, particularly in the Aboriginal communities yeah. uh, and just the lessons that you get from them and you bring that back into your own business and there's just so much to learn. Mm. Kaz and I spent four days in Oluru last year. Oh, beautiful. And, and, and yeah. when you said that, I thought, wow, well, yeah, I can totally understand what yeah. you're talking about when you say soulful experience, you know, um, in, the, in the Red Centre, for example, in the community and Aboriginals and things, but I was just wondering how you did that in other places. Yeah, and, and look, I think there there is an element of, you know, if you're going up into Uluru, it's, you know, Ayers Rock and, and mm. there's the beautiful, beautiful things up there to, to do and see. I, but I, I, I personally think every Anglo-Saxon should go to Uluru before they're 21. Yeah. We have an, I, I personally have a newfound respect for the Aboriginal community, yeah. the way they look after the land, the way they look after and don't waste anything. Mm. It really is a lot of values that Anglo-Saxons can take on. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I guess to understand the, the stories behind, you know, you're not just going to jump off, get on a camel and, and, you know, go to, go to a dinner without knowing um, the stories behind that. Mm. And, and, you know, and I think that's where the Aboriginal communities can just add so much value is in oh, their yeah. stories and their history. Mm. And well, 30,000 years plus. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Amazing. You know, we've got our 200. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not 200,000. <000. laughs> yeah. I know, which is interesting. But we're going to lead into our fourth song. Time is just flitting away as always, Cass. And this is called Glitter in the Air, which actually flows on from our Uluru conversation because in the air, the sky out there is amazing. amazing. And it does look like glitter in the air. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Beautiful. And that's by Pink. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Cass on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. My soul is from elsewhere. I'm sure of that and I intend to end up there. That's from Rumi. (laughs) I love him. I just think it's so true, isn't it? Yeah. Or even in a Native American proverb, the soul would have no rainbow if the eyes had no tears. That makes mm. sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Talking about quotes, do you have anything for us, Claire? We always like to ask our guests for their favourite quote that inspires them. Yeah, look, mine. Um, you know, it's very in tune with with my business and what and what I love what I love to do. And it's go to the people and places that set a spark in your soul. That is amazing. Well, that's so true of what you do. I mean, yeah. you're walking your talk. Yeah. <laughs> It is. So your parents, what do they feel about the new you? 
Oh, look, they've they've transformed with the new me. Of course. And um, which is lovely. Oh, it's it's been amazing to watch their journey, and and I think my um my dad in particular has been sort of the standout, really, who um you know started the journey very skeptical about the charity and and what it was about, and they met me at the end of the first bike ride. And in Thailand. In Thailand. And from there, you know, embarked on their own experience. And Have they done the bike ride? So my, my mum has done the bike ride twice. Um, dad has been over to Thailand to do a renovation program and, um, and has this year just signed up to do the, one of the bike rides in Thailand next year. So 2017 wow. will be the year for dad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so they have to fundraise also? Yeah, they yeah. have to fundraise as well. Yeah. So, um, and you know, coming from, I mean, mum and dad both retired, so mm. it's it's very different different game for them. Yeah. Um, so, being um, being an events guru, I kind of jump in and help out, and so I'm helping dad organise a, a golf weekend away, and yeah. you know, very you know, Hunter Valley wines and. Very good for his his demographic. Yes. <laughs> Loves it. But I'm sure he'd get a lot take of a support. few people to go with him. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we're, you know, we're just scoping it out at the moment, but it should be, um, there'll be probably up to 30 people that we'll, we'll take up and we'll have some private cheese and wine tastings and game of golf and some bicycles. I'm going to throw some bicycles in there. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let them get used to riding a bike. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. No golf carts on those days. You put your clubs Well, with on that demographic, though, people that are newly retired, like in, in the earlier retirement, um, that's they're all into doing that now. Oh, like yeah. doing, some, doing healthy, challenging things, fitness things, things that they'd never have done yeah. decades ago. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, so perfect demographic. Yeah. Very yes. good. And do you have any siblings? I do. I have, um, I have a sister who um, she's got three boys and... They're, Are they all ready um, to go? Yeah, the oldest, Jake, is um, – so he's 10 and he's just chomping at the bit to, to get along. So do um, you take children on it or no? So we don't uh, – so the age is about 16. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Uh, however, Pete's, Pete's youngest son, Jack, he's been riding since he was 11. Okay. Um, but kind of had no choice really. It was <laughs> come along to Thailand and, yeah. and jump on a bike with Dad and – um, and he hasn't missed a year, so he he comes back every year and absolutely loves it. And wow. he's um, you know eighteen, and how many eighteen year olds go spend their um, you know their annual leave and and all of their time over in Thailand giving back to others? Yeah. You know, so I'm it's, sure he's being a lot of mates with him. No, wow. not at all. So oh, he, at eighteen, no, I would have thought that. Yeah, he, I thought they'd be dragging a few along. Yeah, well, we do. Um, so later in the year, there's actually um, a schoolies ride that's just started. So, and that's a great opportunity for those eighteen-year-olds who. I love the fact that schoolies are doing healthy things yeah, now. Yeah. They're not all about just going, going to the drinking, Gold Coast going to the Gold Coast and everything. Yeah, even though I did live on the Gold Coast for twenty-five years, I think it's great that they're doing healthy stuff. Yeah, and and it's good for the kids too. You know, just to just to get out of that that mindset of it's all about drinking and, and going away for that week, you know, go and away for a week. And it's all about for that, that age group fitting in as well. And yeah. now why not stand out and find out who you really are? Yes. Yeah, definitely. You know, which, yeah. And a bike ride at 18 and doing something like that would be, they would learn a hell of a lot about themselves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, those little demons in your head. <laughs> as I kept saying, the body will only endure what the mind will allow it to. Yeah. So if you're starting to get that, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, yeah. your yeah. body will stop. Yeah. The old, if you think you can and you think you can't, you're right. That's right. Mm, isn't it? 
And that would be, as you said, Kaz, great for their mind to understand. Yeah. Mm. But you get a lot of personal satisfaction out of you know, doing something like that as well. Just yeah. from a physical, you know, from a physical point of view, but also mentally. Yeah, yeah. So we've mentioned yeah. the hands across the water um, dot org dot um, au, mm-hmm. but how about your soulful experiences? What's that website for people to sort of check you out? Yeah, sure. So that's soulfulexperiences.com.au. dot au. Oh, it's just as easy as just that. as easy. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and yeah, yeah. And is and do you get a lot of people through the social media come to you? Um, there's or do they go there after they meet you. It's usually after, yeah, yeah, after you have those meetings and, and you know, we use, uh, we use the social to, to really inspire and empower and, um, you know, spark that, the conversation. Um, and then, then it's the, you know, the cool. reach out and the conversation, yeah. yeah. So what other inspiring gem would you like to leave for our listeners today, Claire? Ah, uh, look, if I think of, um, if I think of my time in Thailand a couple of weeks ago, I think, you know, and something I need to practice myself a lot better is, is just being aware and, um, and, and being mindful and, um, mindful of the decisions we're making, the people we spend time with and, yeah. and just making the right choices about yeah. who, who and what we do with our time because it's limited and, um, yeah. It is. And we, feed your soul. You it's know, so true yeah. because I, unless everyone's got a different birth certificate than me, there's no expiry date on mine. That's right. And we need to realise yeah. that. Yeah. That, you know, live for today and, you know, and make sure that you actually give back. That's what we're all here for. Yeah. Absolutely. We're all here to be in service. Yes, we are, Kaz. Have you got any more gems, Kaz, to share with our listeners today? No, I haven't got any new gems. Haven't you? No. A couple of maybe just little quotes and things that would be I could share. Yeah. If you'd like to listen to one. I'd love to listen to one. I have one that says, your eyes show the strength of your soul. And we have found that on a number of occasions where we quite often will either look at yourself in the mirror and look into your eyes Mm -hmm. or look into the eyes of somebody else. And it's amazing Um, if you can do that without going into, you know, flight and flight and disappearing and your eyes going all over the place, (laughs) but you do actually see into the other person's soul. And it's amazing what you can find. And unfortunately, some people have shut down. Yeah, I must admit, some people, mm. there's nothing. Yeah. Others, there's... there's nothing oh, as well. Yeah, there's... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I always get picked up on saying nothing, think, instead of nothing. So she's just re- correcting me again. And the reason I'm correcting her was I edited one of our shows and I started saying it. So I said to her, right, I, that can't be. <laughs> that can't so be. So I'm going to correct you all the time yes. <laughs> So thank you for and, that. So now we've got our last song, which is by Boyce Avenue, and it's called I'll Be. So thank you, Claire, yes, for being Claire, such an amazing guest. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, wow, that hands across the water, amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, to be I would here. love to do the bike ride myself. How I, I sort of, uh, it would be quite challenging at my age. I feel. <laughs> oh, my mum was sixty-two. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, I guess, if you think you go. I think I could. Exactly. I think she just committed. Yeah, I think she did too. I possibly may have, actually. Yeah. Okay. I'll help you raise 10K, Cass. <laughs> and I'll see you next week. You will. So goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you.
have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 or 90.3. If you've enjoyed our conversations today and you would like more information, please connect with us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. (laughs) 